Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is the solemnity of St. Joseph, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Our celebrant is Father Salvo. This mass is being offered for Angela Veniello. Please rise and join in singing hymn number 646 in the St. Michael hymnal, O Blessed St. Joseph, number 646. Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries on the solemnity of St. Joseph, which is usually March 19th, but since it fell on a Sunday, we celebrate today. Let us begin by recalling our sins and asking our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that by St. Joseph's intercession, 
your church may constantly watch over the unfolding of the mysteries of human salvation, whose beginnings you entrusted to his faithful care. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Samuel. The Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go, tell my servant David, when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you, sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. It is he who shall build a house for my name, and I will make his royal throne firm forever. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. The son of David will live forever. The son of David will live forever. The promises of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations, my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said, my kindness is established forever. In heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness. The son of David will live forever. I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. Forever will I confirm your posterity and establish your throne for all generations. The son of David will live forever. He shall say of me, you are my father, my God, the rock, my savior. Forever I will maintain my kindness toward him and my covenant with him stands firm. The son of David will live forever. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, it was not through the law that the promise was made to Abraham and his descendants that he would inherit the world, but through the righteousness that comes from faith. For this reason, it depends on faith, so that it may be a gift and the promise may be guaranteed to all his descendants, not to those who only adhere to the law, but to those who follow the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, as it is written, I have made you father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into being what does not exist. He believed, hoping against hope, that he would become the father of many nations, according to what was said, thus shall your descendants be. That is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the great Saint Joseph, the spouse of the Virgin Mary, the foster father of Jesus Christ, and of course, our patron of the Universal Church, of a happy death, of workers, and so, and, and so many other things, of which on this day we tell him how much we thank him and we love him. Because first of all, we can never forget that St. Joseph, he wasn't just uh, one of the figures that played an important role in, in the birth of Jesus Christ, as one more that we see, say, in the nativity scene and so on. St. Joseph could have changed the entire history of salvation had he not been a man of God. He could have stopped, in the same way that Mary, our Blessed Mother, could have stopped Jesus from coming into the earth by having said no to the angel, Joseph could have stopped the coming of Jesus Christ by following the dictates of the time after his confusion of what was, what was happening when Mary was pregnant, overshadowed by the Holy Spirit, of course, but in his mind, as, as it was for, for a bit, confused about how this could have been. Because remember, he thought because he was a just man to just divorce her quietly. Another man that did not have love in their hearts could have put a stop to all that by basically applying the Mosaic law and accused her of adultery, which of course would have been the most ridiculous thing of all, but at the same time, a man that just didn't have, wasn't open to the Holy Spirit would have done that at the time and the salvation history would not have enveloped. And then, of course, but of course he then got the dream of the angel because he was a, a man of God and, and he knew that indeed the, the son that Mary was carrying her was uh, the son of God that he had the privilege of taking care of as the figure of a father even if not biological, but, but one that in every other way was a father to Jesus Christ. He take, took care of him, he loved him, he taught him, he taught him his trade as any father would have done, and he most importantly showed him the ways of the faith. And, and therefore, it, 
Saint Joseph becomes this figure that not only made salvation history, it was such a responsible for making salvation history possible, but then he, along with our Blessed Mother, made that little home in Nazareth a place of love for Jesus Christ to grow up in wisdom and in love and, and, and basically to, to grow up in, this, in the Holy Family, which, of course, Jesus suffered through so much throughout his life here on earth, beginning from the moment he was born, that St. Joseph was such a part of being saved, be, having to be exiled into, into Egypt and, and, and so many other ways that St. Joseph had to protect him from and then as an adult. But something Jesus always had was the love of our Blessed Mother and the love of Joseph. And that is something beautiful that, that surely was one of his greatest consolations when it come, came to his life as a human here on earth. And St. Joseph also is someone that must inspire then every, every father, every husband. It'd be beautiful if today was Father's Day because St. Joseph is such a, a model of, to follow for, for all good fathers and for all good husbands throughout the world. And it is a day to appreciate that. It is a day in which we appreciate all loving fathers and husbands that like St. Joseph put Jesus Christ first in their home and take care of their wives and children as St. Joseph took care of our Blessed Mother Mary and, and, and Jesus Christ growing up. It is, it is a, a huge inspiration to see all of these men around the world that truly live their faith in a bold and courageous way and, and have the boldness of St. Joseph to know that God's will may be done and who cares what everyone else thinks as St. Joseph did at the moment of, of, of the virgin birth. And therefore, it, it's something that must inspire all and it's also a good day for us to pray for those who are not living their, their, their manhood, their, their ways as spouses and as fathers in the way St. Joseph teaches us to, so that they may have a conversion and know that the importance of that role in everyone's lives that it plays. Because it's the most important thing that we must all do, it's how we become saints, is by living out our vocation. So a man that has their vocation of being a spouse and a father, that is the most important thing that they need to do. Forget it. It's more important than any job. It's more important than any other occupation. It's more important than anything else. After following God, it's following your vocation according to God's will because that's how one becomes a saint in the day in and the day out of the everyday life. And therefore, we must pray for all those who are not living that way that, that they may follow our Lord and, 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 and they may be inspired by St. Joseph to make their homes a, 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 a holy family. If it's too late, there's always repentance. There's always asking for forgiveness. There's always a change of life that the church through God's grace and mercy always offers us. And it's so important, by the way, it's, it's a, a statistic I heard years ago, but I can't, so I can't remember who said it. I learned it in the seminary. They said that if a child grows up in a family that neither the mom or the dad go to mass, it's almost impossible the likelihood that as adults they will go to mass on their own. Now everything's possible always, but it's hard. If a child grows up in a family that only the mother goes to mass, 
which you know can, can happen in some places more than others. The, this, the, the likelihood that the child will grow up to go to mass as an adult is like 30 something percent. If the father goes to mass, if the father and the mother and the children go to mass, that likelihood grows up to 85%. Because in the children's mind, when they see that the father is taking their faith seriously, and they're seeing that the, that the man of the house knows that this is the most important thing that we do in this home, then everyone takes the faith more seriously. And that is something that is a huge responsibility and it's also a, a huge invitation to all men to remember the power that they have in raising their children in the faith. The, the mothers, of course, are, are, are so important too in nurturing and, and bringing the love of our Blessed Mother and in, in, in the faith, but the Father has such a power as well in, in, in another way, and we must pray for that. It is so important that, that we pray that that happens in our church and in our culture. So many of the problems that we have in our world are because of the lack of that loving and powerful fatherhood that St. Joseph teaches us. So let us pray on this day for that, for that important thing and we congratulate all fathers that are trying their best despite our weaknesses to, to be like St. Joseph. We pray that we all be like St. Joseph and we, we tell St. Joseph how much we love him and how much we want every home and the church itself to have the peace and the joy of the Holy Family, that little home in Nazareth. God bless you. And now let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for the church. May the Lord protect and strengthen all of us, his servants on earth, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all in public office, may the Holy Spirit be their guide in acting with honor and integrity. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For families who suffer discord, may God's mercy work in and through them to bring about healing and reconciliation. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who offer the gift of their time to our faith community, may God bless their efforts. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for all who have died, especially for the soul of Angela, may they rejoice in the perpetual light of Christ in heaven. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Merciful God, hear and answer these prayers in accordance with your will. We ask this to Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. We pray, O Lord, that just as St. Joseph served with loving care your only begotten Son, born of the Virgin Mary, so we may be worthy to minister with a pure heart at your altar through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, and on the solemnity of St. Joseph, to give you fitting praise, to glorify you and bless you. For this just man was given by you a spouse to the Virgin Mother of God, and set as a wise and faithful servant in charge of your household to watch like a father over your only begotten Son, who was conceived by the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him the angels praise your majesty, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exaltation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith.
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Please join in singing our communion hymn number 667, O Jesus, we adore thee. Of bread. 
Let us pray. Defend with unfailing protection, O Lord, we pray, the family you have nourished with food from this altar as they rejoice at the solemnity of St. Joseph and graciously keep safe your gifts among them through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God. And happy St. Joseph's Day, everyone. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 754. Sing with all the saints in glory, number 754.